0: Hello Wilmington, don't adjust your television set, you're not watching Wildcat TV. I have the pleasure of having Jim Boyle with me, who calls himself the voice of Wildcat TV. He is actually. We're going to find out all kinds of stuff, this is going to be a super fun show, so let's just get rolling. Welcome Mr. Boyle.
1: Thank you very much, Lisa. First of all, I don't call myself the voice of Wildcat TV, but that seems to be my, the moniker it. people give me. But uh, I'm, I'm pleased, I'm, I'm honored to be the voice of Wildcat TV. And actually, it's, it's great to sit in this chair, a little bit different for me, uh, across from you. Yeah. I, get to, I get to be the one who gets grilled and asks the questions and not have to lead the show. So, and I appreciate what you do because I've sat there a lot. And yes. it's a very difficult job. That you
0: yes, do. well, you make it look easy. I you try. do. Okay. So let's backtrack. You've been involved with WCTV and the town of Wilmington for a very long time. So let's give as encapsulated of a history as we can of your okay. involvement. Right.
1: First of all, I moved in. My, my wife has, was, it was a long time resident. We we moved into she graduated college, we bought a house, Tuxbury there for about a year and a half. Moved back into Wilmington, in May of 1998. Okay. Uh, so we've been here for now that's I kid twenty-four years.
0: Nice um, job with the yeah. math.
1: And then with <laughs> uh, in a, a, a year later in 90 uh, the year before that in 97 my daughter was born and our first episode of WCTV was the alliance used to have the Santa Claus uh, my good friend Paul Curtin uh, and uh, my father Tom Pizarro who actually works here. Right. Uh, they got us into the studio T- Paul was the Santa Claus and my you know, she was about this big my daughter Amanda uh, we did that. It was our first foray into WCTV. Wow! Uh, and because Tub was involved, we were—I was on the periphery of it a lot. Uh, and then by the early 2000s, I had two children. My son Jack was born in '99. Uh, I got involved with uh, Sports Forum and uh, Paul Weekly. Cardello. Paul Cardello. and Rick Aronofsky. Aronofsky two yeah. really good guys who I, I, I spent a lot of time in the studio with. Right. Uh, and, and what happened was I was—I happened to be watching it live for who knows why, but why do you watch WCTV anyway? except to be entertained. Right. And they asked a, a trivia question was, what are the dots and dashes on the left field wall at Fenway for? Oh. Of course, I knew exactly what they were, so I call up S- Sandra Curtin was answer the phones. And I said, that's Tom and Gene Yonke's initials. So they gave me a one month uh, subscription to Planet Fitness or wow. uh, one of the fitness cool. places in their town. And from there on, uh, Paul and Rick and Paul Curtin of the Curtin. They would call me if they would need a guest, a substitute guest, or somebody come in. Okay. So I spent a lot of time talking sports with Paul and Rick, uh, and, and we did some live shows. Those shows were done live back then. Mm-hmm. We did some shows up on The Common uh, for one of the anniversaries of uh, WCTV. Right. Uh, and from, from there, it matured to being. and then all of a sudden, my kids get a little bit older, and now it's time for me to coach. So my, my real passion, two passions, my family and coaching, and now doing this, of course, and and broadcasting. So I coached for a while. Then my son became a uh, freshman, sophomore in high school. We got the new high school. Tom and I decided we'd shoot some basketball games uh, to see how how it looked, see where you wanted to do the angles, practice my play-by-play skills, and go from there. So those those might be somewhere in the archives. Those tapes could be lost. Who knows what happened to them? But we did about four or five games. And then from there, uh, I think Rick was still doing uh, basketball, and I was still coaching a little bit. Uh, I really started full force with. Um, it was 2017 Thanksgiving. I was driving to the Tewksbury and uh, Tom called me, and he they were doing the game with uh, my good friend Chris Neville, who I never sure. worked with before. And Chris was play-by-play. He needed a color guy. So I said, "What the heck? I'll do it." <coughs> what does that mean? Color guy means he does the analysis. Okay. You know, so a play-by-play guy will say, you know, first down, four yards play, snapped to quarterback, throw that, and then, uh, then then I get to come on and. And really do the easy job. The color guy's are really easy. You analyze the game. Look at it. Here's what I see. Here's what might have happened. Here's what they did right or wrong. Right. So
0: would you give background information like, well, we know that Joe Schmo hurt his leg last week and that's why he didn't throw it as fast or whatever? Is that uh, kind of what a color guy give, does? I could
1: give that, but really that's more Chris's job in football. Okay. Uh, he's the, the play-by-play guy. job is doing the fat. He's a fat guy. You oh. know, and he's A, B, C, D, and then I am an analyst. So I go say, okay. "Okay, this play opened up because this linebacker did this," or and we don't. So want more to, strategy. Want to talk and... You talk Correct. about the strategy. Correct. Correct. Wow,
0: fascinating.
1: So that's football. I do the cover football. From there, I did um, that would have been my son's senior year. So that senior year class, uh, who I've coached most of the boys that were in that class, they did all the boys basketball, and then in the spring we did some baseball, uh, and then that matriculated into doing football full-time with, with, as a color guy, boys and girls basketball the next year and for, for every preceding year. And then some baseball, some soccer, some uh, field hockey. Uh, I went to cover the golf, I looked at cross-country So I've done and softball. So I've done a lot of them. The only sport I really haven't done is lacrosse because I really don't understand lacrosse. I'm a baseball guy at heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really how I got involved. I really enjoyed doing it. Now, I do play-by-play for all the other sports. Right. And I do it all. Actually, I work by myself. So I do play-by-play. And, and okay. Uh, so it's really been, it's a labor of love for me. It was for kids that I know. Uh, and now that I've gotten far enough away, my son's four years out of school. You know, it's kids I don't know, but now I'm getting I, I have, to have a, uh, a visual relationship with right. them and how their talents are and and the enjoyment that they get from winning and losing.
0: So. Okay, so one of the things we talked about before we started is volunteering and how important that is. But the obvious question would be, why did you even start doing all of this? You never knew you were going to be a TV star. Well, I. Uh, you're a good talker. I, that's a gift. That's true. Probably genetic. Um, I know some of your background, Bentley. No, no, Babson. I'm an MBA from Babson. Okay, yeah. Babson. So obviously you're good at presentations and things like that. But how did you make the leap from doing presentations in the business world to doing television? It's a big difference.
1: It's a big difference. That is true. Uh, just even to go further in my backstory, one of the jobs I really would would have wanted to do was I wanted to be in athletics. So I actually have a master's in sports administration oh. as, as well as my MBA. And I got my undergraduate degree from Temple University. So people who know me, that's all they know. He's got his Temple shirts so on, all that fun stuff. Okay. But I always, I, I had a passion for athletics and I had a, pa- and I had a passion for speaking. Hmm. And I also really, at some point, wanted to be involved in broadcasting and yes. athletics. This gave me the opportunity. What a for, nice uh, marriage of perfect. all of your favorites. It's perfect. That's wonderful. It's a perfect marriage. But
0: you need our help. I also let's, need your help. Let's talk about that.
1: Well, not only do I need your help, everyone needs your help. I mean. One of the things I find is I have no problem with volunteering. I love doing it. It's, it's, like I said, it's, I'm, I'm passionate about doing it. Uh, but we we always need you know, the behind the camera folks as well as the guys like me. We need somebody to film the games. We need somebody to edit the games if we're, if we're not going live. We don't want to work the scoreboard. It might be multi-camera, it might be single camera. Uh, and the more people that volunteer to help do that, the more, and I'm looking at athletics here, the more games and contests that we can put on. So, for me, it's really a matter of, and it's been a, f- a 10, 12 year stretch where mm. how do you get people to volunteer? Right. How do you get people to have your passion? Is it a, is it young children? Is it parents? Is, is it fans or whomever it would be? Mm. And I think that's always been the biggest challenge that we've had. Definitely.
0: Do you think, what do you, or should I ask, what is the reason you think people don't do it?
1: I think two reasons. One, no, number one, it's a commitment. You have to make a commitment. If you're a parent, you're going to be at the game. Right. But the commitment is you're going to be at the game. You're going to work again. You're working. You can't particularly watch your son or daughter play. Um, and, and, and I think those are the two biggest. The commitment is, you oh, it's Friday night. And I've got to go to a football game. It's Tuesday night. And it's snowing. i got to go run the camera for a basketball game. We have great volunteers here who do the, that work. And um, it, uh, it, it's always great to work with them. And They do great work. We can teach anybody to do anything. Right. We could teach anybody to do what I do. It's not, again, it's not rocket science. It's just a matter of understanding a little bit of the game, you know, being able to pick up and and, and see who the players are just making the call. Right. You know, we are WCTV. We're not NBC Sports. Right. We're not HBO. We're not ESPN, but we're just hopefully what we're doing is providing a service to the community, to get these kids the opportunity to be exposed and all the air so 10 years down the road they could look back and go to the archives and say, hey, I remember that game and and and, watch the game.
0: And nostalgia and posterity are such a thing and you don't know that until those things are gone. Correct. When you don't have them is when you say I wish we had and fill in the blank and then it's too late. Correct. So when you say commitment, that's gonna scare some people when they hear that. How much of a commitment does someone have to make? They need a little bit of training, they don't have to do every single game, Correct. right? Yep. So let's talk a little bit about that.
1: If you do a game, a commitment for a game is uh, high school, the longest thing we've done, actually, the second longest thing, the longest generally would be a baseball game because it's, 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 right. it's a seven-in-a-game, two and a half hours. Most basketball games run about an hour, hour and a half. Football games, two hours. Uh, and it's really just the commitment. You come about a half hour before the game time, you're gonna help pack up and move everything out so a half right. hour maybe after the game. So you're looking at about a two and a half, three hour commitment max for basketball and football. Uh, but it's really, again, you're, you're, you're committing your time to be there, and we, and we cannot have people who are going to say, I'm going to volunteer and not show up, because then we right. have to withdraw broadcast. broadcast. Um, so is it a, fun? For me, it is. Uh, I don't know. I've never done a camera in a game, so and I'm probably not that good at it. That's probably why they don't have me do it. But I think it is fun. I think it, 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 there's a couple things. Number one, you're involved in the athletics. Yes. You know, if, you're in a, if you love the sport, uh, you're there. You're with it. You're, you're hopefully, it's a good game. It looks to the crowd. Uh, and you're and you're seeing the uh, young student athletes play, especially if you have an athlete involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's, it's it's a lot of fun. I think once you get used to it and you get in the, the just the, the aspect of the teamwork that is involved to get the game on and put mm-hmm. the game on air is just almost like the teamwork involved again True. The game performed.
0: Let's talk about our friend and volunteer Paul Mercier. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's Mike Mercier. Mike Mercier.
1: Sorry, Mike. Mike Mercier. Mike is a unique individual parent. Uh, his daughter plays. Uh, soccer and girls hockey. Uh, he volunteered last year. He would take the camera in almost every game. Uh, every once in a while if I had time I'd assist him to do play-by-play for him, especially on the soccer side. Commitment to the winner was a little bit much for me for girls hockey. But we need more people. He's a father, a daughter, I think it was a sophomore, uh, goalie and defenseman for, for uh, soccer, goalie for soccer, defenseman for girls hockey. Mm. He goes out there, got all the games. Those games are now archived. So his daughter, when she looks back 10 years, can say, my dad was willing to step up and volunteer. And, and like a guy like Mike, you gotta appreciate because he's there every day. He comes into the studio, helps to edit it, and it gets right. done. So it's really important to me that we get, if we get can get more people involved like that. Uh, and you know, we do, like Chris Neville's another one. Right. You know, uh, his son, Sean, was the executive director two executive directors ago. Right. He's been doing this for a long time. Number one, outstanding human being, first of all. Great to work with. Very I agree. friendly. Um, <laughs> you know, and I work very well with him. You know, we've done long car rides together for playoff games last year. And, you know, we people like that who, who, help to, um, who help to get the games on the air who don't have any involvement with the athletics right now, right. who aren't parents. I'm no longer a parent. He's no longer a parent. But if you are a parent and you get involved with it, you get the double enjoyment. You get to see the game. You get to put the game okay. on the
0: air. So what about retirees? Wink, wink.
1: Well, since I am a recent retiree week week of yes. uh, about uh, four or three weeks ago, uh, it's another opportunity. Again, it's, it's, it's commitment is an issue. Do I say, um, am I a snowbird? Am I going to go to Florida for January to, to March? Like my father did, like yep. Tom, Tom sure. and Carol did. Or am I somebody who wants to do stuff just in the fall? Uh, it's, it's an opportunity. It's difficult to, you, the, the camera, and, and if you're outside, if, well, football can get, can get tricky and cool. Sure. Uh, But it's another opportunity. The more, the problem is how do you? And again, you've done this show for for few times, few times, right? And how do we get people involved? How do you how do you draw them in? And how do you let's say keep them? Now, some people who have a kid, a son who plays football as a freshman, if we get those. If we get them to help us freshman and sophomore year, then we get another freshman and sophomore parent, sure. and they they can watch the games as a junior and senior. And those are people who are going to be transient, and those are the people really we really need to try to attract. Mm-hmm. You know, people like me are probably uh, or Chris, or even who are are not in it for the to the for the entertainment of their child getting it. We're in it for the passion that we have and, and, the, right. and we want to do it. It's a, it's, but we're we are unique. We're unicorns. We'll call us who okay. just do it for the sake of doing it. You know, we really think, I think getting parents involved who are involved with their ch- children involved in the athletics is really probably, r- would really benefit WCTV. we get a lot more games
0: over the air. Okay. And I know you're going to do a show with Executive Director Sam Perkins to talk about the direction WCTV's taking, how we're covering things differently. But I'd like to ask you some nuts and bolts questions. When I watch your shows, the ones that you do with games, how do you keep track of all the players i know you have a list how do you get all their names right and how are you sure what one is doing what thing at what time that amazes me how do you do it
1: okay Uh, it's a big secret no it's not a big secret just i'm going to preface this statement by saying two years ago in july july 7th i got i was in a bike accident where i got a traumatic brain injury uh so i'm still technically recovering from that uh, but one of the ways, I, and, and so my, my short, t- sometimes I, I have an issue with remembering, like, who was the batting champion from 1972 in the American League, uh, because I used to be able to pick that out real quick on a man. So with athletes, with the games, it's actually pretty easy. I, write, I, I usually get the schedule, the uh, rosters ahead of time. Okay. I make a sheet of both teams, so I have the number name, grade they're in, and I know who the starters are. So it's really visual. So I look down, I see number 11, number three, Tommy Madison basketball. So I, our kids are easy because now I am like a parent, so I recognize all the kids because right. I'm there a lot. Uh, opposing teams, I make an effort in basketball especially to do a to do a good job in making sure the names are pronounced. So if somebody from another town is watching our broadcast, I don't right. want me to say, oh, there's number three shooting another three-pointer. I want to say, oh, there's Tommy Smith and he's the point guard and he's having a great game. Uh, so I think that's uh, it's just a matter of memory, it's just looking at it. I'm not as sharp as I used to be. Uh, I'm really good at mem- remembering faces with our team. With opposing teams, I have the sheet in front of me, and as I'm watching the game, because nobody's, ca- the camera's not looking at me, the camera's looking at the game. I can then look at the sheet and see, number 11 is quickly picking out. But I think the one thing I would tell anybody who wants to do play by play is there's two things you really do need, it. three things, number one, you need to speak like I speak. You need to have a talk in front of people. Yes. Number two, you need to be organized, and you need to have your research done. Number three, I really think you need to be able to write. So if you're going to write, mm. you write an introduction uh, or you're going to write an outro or whatever it's going to be, if you're going to talk to somebody, you want to be prepared. Right. So prepared, research, and be ability to speak. Really all take. And
0: have some fun stuff you can throw in, kind of like you seem like a trivia buff. So have a few little cool adjunctive things you can throw in so it's not so dry. Correct. Right?
1: Correct. Yeah. And that could rage anywhere. High school sports. It could be something that you remember from three years ago that was happening in a high school game or it could be something that happened in a pro game or a college game that you remember right. or a, a miscellaneous fact about the kid when you coached him in t-ball cool or something like that so um it's it's just really the under that you have to understand these are student athletes playing the game right and they're are 15 to 18 year old kids and they're going to make mistakes and it's very difficult not to be critical you, gotta, you can be a little critical of a coach because I, I know a lot of the coaches, mm-hmm. uh, but you can't really be critical. The kid is trying his best. Right. And I think that's the one thing I, I really try to get across, especially on our kids, is even if they're struggling, they're 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 trying. They're not struggling on purpose. They're not losing on purpose. Right. They might be a talent gap or whatever, but it is a high school player. There's no need. You don't need to be awfully critical. Now, we had a play in a football game. Uh, I think the only time I swore in the air which is amazing for me i'm sure we uh, cut that uh, out uh, 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 no we didn't <laughs> it was the end of the half we were playing defense two years ago and the opposing team were in a we like an out pattern on, on the sideline and our player instead of just going to knock the ball down uh went up and tried to intercept it, it went right through his hands and mm. the kid caught it just luckily he stepped down of bounds or scored a touchdown and i used the i i, I said o s and I heard it because I saw the kid make a mistake. Now, right. I could, w- to analyze that play, I could say, he took the wrong route. I'm not going to say he, he, was, he did. So that's not saying, well, Joey is a terrible quarterback and he doesn't understand how to play the game. Mm-hmm. It's, Here's the quarterback, whoever it was. He, it, what he should have done there was this, to try to explain. Right. I try to announce and analyze as if I'm coaching the kid. And if you talk to my family or any kids that I've ever coached, mm-hmm. it's, it's like I'm a coach in the booth. You know, it's more like, I, you know, I'm going to see this going to happen or that was a bad pass. And what could he do to, how mm-hmm. can we correct it? He's got to just throw a basketball back towards the basket. Always throw it to your end. Okay. Uh, so the other thing I, uh, and, and like I said, I, I will be critical of our coaches every once in a while. If I see that, if they do something I think was not correct. But they're still high school coaches. They're doing right. the best they can.
0: Did you play sports yourself? Yes, I did. What'd you play?
1: I was a uh, football player in high school. Okay. I swam four, year, five, four or five years in high school. Okay. And I played baseball in high school.
0: So you understand the essence of the game. It's hard, I think, when you have someone commentating that's never done any of that. That's You've correct. You've been right in the trenches where they are, so you understand a little correct. better what it's like. How important do you feel the role is of the Wilmington athletic directors and people that are involved with the sports in the town? How important do you feel that I is? I think it's
1: very important for us. For me personally, uh, when I first started, Ed Harrison was the room. Uh, AD because Tim, uh, Tim had left, Tim mm-hmm. Albertson left. Mm-hmm. And Edward, Edward, when we did our first Wildcat Sports Update was for the basketball team in 2020 right before the pandemic that won the Freedom Division for the first time. I had them all on the show with Coach Robinson and he helped facilitate that with me and then he would help me throughout. Then Mia Musio came on. She was a phenomenal help to me. I right. uh, had a great working relationship with her. Sad to see her go. Understand why she left. Sure. Uh, but sh- the, the the communication between uh, you know we are the we are the marketing arm. In reality, we right. can be, and we did all those live broadcasts during COVID. I think uh, Adam just added it up. We did like twenty five live broadcasts, twenty seven live broadcasts. Right. You know, I was in the gym with me and a few officials of the teams, and Adam and a cameraman. So uh, it's a very important. Uh, relationship uh and it needs to be built between whoever it is now i'm very lucky personally i got to know Mia very well mm-hmm. uh, i established a very good rapport with her i had her on the show a couple times yep. she was always there to help me uh and you know to guide me to the right place right now that dennis ingram is doing i have extremely good work in relationship with him i've known him for a long time he's okay. coached my son for about three years uh as a as a basketball coach he was I, I always, I, he was very open and honest with what his team was going to be, what they were going to try to play, how they were right. going to operate. Uh, and I expect uh, him to, as, even though he is the interim, I hope that he works out because I, I think that he has the passion for, for athletics. He understands the, 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 the breadth of what that job entails and we are part of that right Uh, and let's face it
0: you can't be everywhere you can read the crier you can look on facebook you can check the community board but without that connection with the school because now you you're saying you're no longer a parent you're still a parent but not of kids in school correct harder to make those connections without somebody feeding you some of that information
1: right and that's a lot where uh like i've been very lucky on the three main sports that we we do uh, which is the boys and girls basketball and football You know, football coach Craig Turner, phenomenal, what's always a phenomenal person, uh, runs a great program for us, will come in on air for us whenever we need to, uh, and great. Uh, Dennis Ingram was the basketball coach, a little little gun shy to come in because I do have some archival footage of Dennis when he was about nine years old on a show with, uh, Sean Neville, which right. they ran, which I if I bring him on uh, as the AD, I've told him I won't show that footage. <laughs> but a great guy, very communicative, had a yeah. great relationship with him. And again, because he coached my son, that helped. And then Jess Robinson, Jessica, another phenomenal coach, great human being, hmm. open. Well, I walk by her in the hallway, you know. Oh, how you doing, Jim? You know, here's what I'm gonna, here's what we're looking hmm. at doing. Great, three great people for me personally right. to work with. Uh, Aldo Kyra who was the baseball coach or, or, or this spring who got me the JV job I had a great, very good working relationship with him uh, mm-hmm. I could joke with him I know he wouldn't want to go in the air but I, 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 like a coach like that who actually gave me an opportunity to coach high school ball right. uh, I, 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 sh- I have great appreciation for right. people like that but
0: I think it's a triple win because learning to do what we do is a skill and it's a good skill to have so they're already coaching taking that next step it Correct. just makes them better Correct. It just makes everybody better. It I gives totally you what you need. It. it gives the community what they need. It gives the person doing the interview a feeling of, wow, I actually did something and jumped out of my skin a little bit to do it. So it's a triple win, really. Correct. I don't but know I, what I, you sport people would call that. Would you call it a hat trick, maybe?
1: That we could call it a hat trick. All I right. don't know. I had to make something up with it. Again, it's, it's to me, when I first started, the goal was to, I was, because I had coached all the kids through Jack's, based on Jack's classes. And to me the goal doing it was to get them on the air right. and do what i love to do you know have the ability i have the ability to do it i love sports i love play by play to do it that was True. that was my initial goal when i started this and then as we got moving forward you know now i look at it as saying these these are good kids these student athletes are good. Now, we've had a lot of issues in the high school the last two years mm-hmm. covid has been a mess you know uh, people everybody's aggravated everybody else Student athletes aren't getting the, the 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 proper positive credit, shall we say, right. that I think that they deserve. I bring these kids on my show, you know, and every, almost every sport gets represented. And every day I walk off the stage, I'm just thoroughly impressed with the their ability to speak, their their honesty, and just just the quality and the level of kid that they are, right. like human being that they are. That's parents, that's coaches, that's kids. Right. You know, I think we need. I think my job on my show when I have the high school kids in is to give them the ability to have a forum to show the positive side yes. of Wilmington athletics, right. of student athletics. And we, we I, I've talked to Ashley a little bit about maybe doing, she could do it a show on the other part of it, you know, the theater, mm-hmm. the band. Sure. You know, the, the other clubs that are, maybe we, that's something that we and can do. And you're talking about Ashley TV. Stevens, our Stevens content. Stevens, who works content, yes. who's the content person It's still
0: cool to be on TV, even though there's TikTok and right. Facebook and Instagram. It's still cool to be on local it's TV. It's
1: different, though, and I, I, I was thinking about that this morning. 97 or 98, when we started, and I was on Paul's show for like four years mm-hmm. through the 2005 time. It was different. That was the only place you could get film and tape and perfect, unless you didn't hold with your kid. Your right, right. So the world, because the world's evolved and changed, you know, WCTV it's community television, I could do that with my cell phone. I could do it. My iPhone does. I just do my own thing with my iPhone. Right. I could blog all over the world with my iPhone. One of the things the studio allows us to do, and do it positively, is we've got a three camera setup here. We've got the lights correct. We've got the audio is almost perfect here. Uh, we've got great staff. Uh, it gives us the ability to produce something, which is, you know, not to say network quality, but good high quality television, yes. which then goes on TikTok or goes right. on YouTube or and goes And very on
0: watchable. Our content Correct. is very watchable. We could sit here for another hour. But is there so anything final? I could
1: sit here for like another two hours. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is there anything final you'd like to say in closing before I let you go off to do amazing things that you do?
1: Well, first thing I want to do is uh, I'll promote my show, which is Wildcat Sports yeah. Update. Uh, I, th- I think that I've done about 48 or 49. We got Great. a good count. So the next show is either 49 or 50, uh, but who's okay. counting? Uh, I, I really encourage people, if it, even if it's not all the, when it comes on the air, everybody says, oh, I see you on the air, we sit and watch a little bit. Right. Uh, I really encourage people to watch it there or go on our website. And go to the video area, or go to YouTube wherever we have them okay we've done a much better job of getting those out, yes, right. and by doing that i really I really think that's important, not just my show but your show whoever yeah. whoever's taking the time sure. just get involved. To get involved and
0: um the way to do that if you want to get to Jim, just reach out to w c t v at info at w c t v dot org and i 'll make sure whatever Jim needs, whatever you need will get you in the loop, so to speak
1: yeah so i don't want to I don't want to, you don't have to contact me directly, but if you right. see me around, you know. And I tell this to parents too. And you want to help, or you want to say something. Don't say anything negative of me, because it just goes in one ear out the other. I, I'm generally a very positive person. Okay. So, uh, and because I took on the baseball job, spring we were a little lax with what we covered. You know, uh, Sam had just come in. Yep. We were transitioning through uh, program directors and mm-hmm. and operations people. So, sure. So, uh, it's it's important. We will get back in running. If you see it on if you see it on the on the uh, on the TV, or you see it online. If you want to make a comment, comment if it's good or bad. If we did something good or something bad, sure. something we can improve on. I'm always looking to try and improve what I do, whether it's sitting in your chair or doing the play by play. Okay. So that's the first thing I want to say. Second thing is, you know, I always let um, I always let the, the uh, athletes give a shout out, which I think is important because okay. there's always somebody behind you sure. who gets you to where you get. You know, I mentioned that my father-in-law, Tom Pizzer, is who is he works here, he's probably worked here for since 45 years no. He's been involved a lot, but my, the good news about my father-in-law that he had a daughter who is now my wife, Right. who is really the, who really has, allows me to do all this. You know, they make fun of me at home, you know, they watch my show, but my wife, I mean, my wife, Kelly, and my daughter, man, and my son, Jack, they're, they're, they're 100% behind me, even though they think I got this big ego and, you know, oh, dad's going on TV again, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's it's just about I just like I said, without them I probably wouldn't be in the position I am, especially since the accident that yes. I had and progressing forward in, in, in this yes. and then into retirement. But uh, it's just really about, you know, a passion for what I do and really getting the opportunity for these kids who deserve it, the the airtime or the you know, T V time or the newspaper time, whatever it is, sure. so people can understand that we have really good student-athletes here. In Wilmington.
0: And we have some really good hosts, like yourself. We try. Plus, gonna, you have to have a catchphrase, too, right? That's <laughs> right. Catch. I'm going to thank you so much for all the things that you have done for a thousand years here okay. at WCTV. And I love watching your show. I watch it all the time. I don't understand sports, but I like you.
1: Okay. Thank all you, right
0: Lisa. thank you so much for your time just want to remind you you're watching where's wilmington and the next time somebody asks you where's wilmington you tell them right here and right here on wctv we'll be with you again soon